This is How Did I Get This Far, a podcast tackling the basic skills and knowledge that we all completely missed learning. Soon enough, you'll stop having to ask yourself, how did I get this far? On this episode, wait, so that crack and pop sound I hear is actually gas being released from stiff joints that have been locked up for who knows how long? It's time to find out, how did I crack my back this far? Hi everyone, make sure you're sitting up straight because today we are taking a crack at the basics of pain relief. With us today is Dr. Jordan Estrada, a chiropractor who became a viral sensation on social media, remixing lyrics of popular songs to educate viewers about back, neck, and knee pain. Thanks for being here, Jordan. Thank you for having me, Amanda. I really appreciate it. Yes, what made you choose to become a chiropractor and a social one at that? Okay, we'll start off with chiropractor. I came across a chiropractor when I was dealing with a lower back injury. Um, I, at that time, my mom was working for one. She said, try out a chiropractor. I had no idea what it was. And to be absolutely frank, I thought a chiropractor was something in real estate, as fair as it sounds. <laughs> However, um, she really highly recommended it. I was like, I'll give it a chance because, you know, this, you know, I was very big into working out, lifting, staying health, physically healthy. And chiropractor helped me in maybe about a few treatments. I was very shocked. I didn't think of, I never even heard of like this side of care before. Most of the the treatment I had was on the medication side and that's all I knew. So that's what made me fall in love with the profession. And I saw myself doing that for the rest of my life because I want to be able to, uh, to provide that same, you know, answer to people's pain on that end as my own chiropractor and be able to help, um, lies for myself you know i love that feeling of kind of that instant gratification but offering that sense of alternative care to patients that may not know about it but um fast forward about four years i've been going through a whole social media journey instagram was my first should i say attempt at it where i would demonstrate stretches physical therapy type exercises all those to kind of give my viewers a sense of or a form of self-care at home however um, fast forward to let's say quarantine, I came across TikTok, and TikTok is really where I figured out my true niche in social media. Like you said, where I'll remix my songs to put instructions to self care tips, which uh, it came together uh, perfectly for me. Now I have like all my passions into one little video. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I love that it started off with you having no idea what a chiropractor was. So I think that's a perfect inspiration for the people who are listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes. So it's amazing. <laughs> what a great journey. Um, all right. Well, let's adjust to the next segment of the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes. We're going to do good advice, bad advice. So I'll give you advice that I've heard over time or I found on the internet, and you'll decide as a professional if this is actually good advice or bad advice. Gotcha. All right, first one. Mm -hmm. It's bad for your joints to cross your legs. I'd say depend to cross your legs. It's not a bad thing depending on how like tight your muscles are. It depends on the person. It's gone around a while. Yes, and and for certain people, it may be uncomfortable for you, but it's not really doing anything bad to your joints uh, depending on what kind of surface you're sitting on, what kind of muscles are tight in your body. So in simple terms, I would say – I wouldn't say it's bad advice, but if it's uncomfortable, then there's something going on with your body where I would tell you to seek a provider, a nearest chiropractor, physical therapist, or your primary physician, but on, not more so on the myth side. It's not bad for everybody. 
Okay. All right. So mm. I thought it was like a definite, like you're hurting your knees or something. I don't know. So, okay. So it's only if it's mm-hmm. actually really painful. Okay. If, it, if it's, un- so I guess if it's uncomfortable, then I would tell you, hey, uh, either switch your position, of course, or find a new chair or new chair support for your back and your hips. There's ways to modify your chair because that position there sometimes can be better for people that have tight hips because it can open up the hips too. Oh, mm-hmm. we're going to go into that more because I, I feel like I'm <laughs> developing hip issues. I'm getting old. So, <laughs> okay. All I'm right. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> the next one staring down at your phone can cause a lot of back and neck problems. Yes, I do agree that that is um, true for majority of people because it puts us in a position where we are uh, looking, we're restraining a lot of our spine mu- uh, muscles in our spine, and that over time can cause your muscles in your neck to get tense, your your upper back, your middle back, and your lower back too. So um, it does come along the lines of making sure you do take time out of your day to have a good routine to maintain good posture. And uh, that can come multiple ways. Okay. So would mm-hmm. you say if you are still going to be staring at your phone all the time, you should just like hold it like right up, like at the same level as your face? Or is that just because that looks stupid? But is that a quick fix? <laughs> um, I would tell you it's um, it's a temporary fix. You know, not everyone in this world's going to walk around, walk around the street with yeah. their phone in their face because the people are going to think are recording the other. So it yep. looks goofy. Um, yes, it's technically better. However, it's not, not a long term thing because your arm's going to get tired holding yeah. up the phone the whole time. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. like, Put your phone down, everybody. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So you can keep it down. Just take breaks from your phone whenever you can. Um, um, throughout the day to move around and stretch because in the long run most people um, won't be able to maintain a phone up at their face I can't even do it right I'm doing it right now I can't even do it <laughs> all right all right we'll do the next one then mm-hmm. when you roll your neck mm-hmm. and you hear the crack when you do the part where you're leaning your head back and you hear that cracking sound it's actually your neck hitting your spine bone I'm sure there's a professional term for that and that's, that's actually bad right is that true um i'd say to continue if it happens because you are hitting bone on bone so it's kind of like you're grinding bones together yes. okay it's kind of a cringy feeling but um it it's not gonna i mean to be absolutely honest it happens accidentally you know that's okay just don't keep doing that because it's not going to necessarily make you feel better or change anything it's like kind of those weird little things that we want to do because it just sounds weird. We want to keep recreating it because it's yeah. kind of like a, it's a bad habit. We, like, well, but yes, don't keep doing it. It happens accidentally. It happens like accidentally, but don't force like trying to keep doing it over and over. Cause I know I have a lot of patients that will um, keep showing me, Hey, look at my neck. You can hear that. You can hear that. Yeah. Um, but yes, no, it's not going to do anything for you. And of course, if it's painful, I wouldn't do it. So mm-hmm. don't, continue to continue to do it yeah I learned that later mm-hmm. in life because that was you know like a warm-up when I, I used to dance when I was younger and so I would roll my neck and I would hear that and I thought that meant I was doing a good thing I was like helping crack things in my neck and then I heard it was bone on bone I was like um <laughs> I was like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> yes it, it, it depends like there's all different kinds of cracks that one usually is the one I would like try to avoid um that happens a lot but like i said um if you're doing um if you want because the neck rolls aren't necessarily bad are aren't necessarily horrible for you if you have better posture doing it because because usually the more like should i say slouched you are your head's carried forward more the more you're going to hear that actual 
bone grinding on each other because it puts your spine at a more um, unstable position. Okay. Well, we'll definitely go mm -hmm. into posture tips, but we'll first do the <laughs> very basics of going to a chiropractor. Um, yes. So when are you supposed to go to one? Is it when you're feeling pain or should you go for preventative reasons? I would honestly tell you if you're feeling pain. Um, and usually pains like your general, like a, if you're aching pains, neck aches or low back pain, or if some kind of pain you're um, not even sure about, um, you can even see one and they at least, you know, the least we can do is diagnose and tell you, hey, we can help you with this or, hey, I recommend you going to your primary for this. But yes, any kind of aches and pains, um, I would tell you definitely worth going to see a chiropractor, not really as necessary for preventative um right now if you're not having any aches or pains okay if you feel mm -hmm. like oh this this side of my hip pops this is actually a personal uh question um but if mm -hmm. there's like this sometimes that your like hip makes a popping sound when you do a certain move that the other side doesn't do and probably isn't right should i be going to a chiropractor or just um ignoring it which i think listening back to myself um i answered my own question but what do you think <laughs> <laughs> i would tell you something like that too um i would tell you because um, it's not painful it's... but like mm -hmm. you know i so i just it's like i'm sure there's other people that like oh yeah i had this like my thumb always makes this like pop sound or whatever but i just crack it and it's all good so if it's nothing painful but it's different does it matter or um, I tell you, if if it really is something, because there's a fine line, okay, if it's a pain or a discomfort too, it's always, I tell you, it's worth getting it checked out by a chiropractor too, or a physical therapist to figure out, you know, why it is, because I know it's, it may not necessarily be an injury or having, but it's some kind of discomfort that it may not necessarily be, you know, hindering you from life and living but it, it can like be of an annoyance to you so i tell you it's worth it mm -hmm. to even just get a consultation i know some chiropractors that could at least you know go through a full examination where they'd be like hey this cracking popping snapping whatever it is is coming from these reasons and at least they can give you some answers and a lot of chiropractors are uh, willing and physical therapists are willing to do that initial consultation um, for you to spend as much time for you to find your answer so it's always worth bringing it if you're okay. unsure about something too yeah mm -hmm. there we go i mm -hmm. put you in an awkward spot giving me an actual consultation from a distance. So <laughs> no, thank you for answering that pretty well <laughs> so you kind of lead me into my next question what is it that a chiropractor is doing what is what is it that you're skilled in that you do that we would go to you for okay so as chiropractors we're all trained to be the experts in anatomy uh, and how it works with your um, nervous system and your skeletal system, meaning how your muscles work with your joints and how your and how those work with the nerves. So if you have, I'm trying to not get too fancy here, but <laughs> we're this uh, we're specialists in anatomy and how uh, shall I say our body works optimally and what things we need to do for our body to allow muscles to work function properly, allow our body to move properly and move, of course, pain free. So. That's where our bread and butter comes from is regards to making sure we have our best optimal body for the types of activities, exercises, workouts we want to do. Okay. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we were talking about popping sounds and the different sounds that you're either causing or that you're hearing or that you're diagnosing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see all those videos of chiropractors 
I don't know, pushing some part of a, of a patient's body and making a big <laughs> crack or pop sound. Yes. What is it that you're doing is it looks like you're killing them. So what <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so, uh, I'm um, honest assumption there I hear from everyone. So uh, what we're doing right now, um, if you've ever grown up, I'm doing right now, popping my knuckles. Um, you have these capsules in your joints that, shall I say, are needed to hold joints together. However, they can get stiff too if you don't move them often. And when the chiropractor necessarily, what we call either cracks them, adjusts them, pops them, um, you're actually freeing up any, shall I say, of that, that gas that's trapped in these, what we call joint capsules. And when you release it, it makes, it releases that gas and makes that sound. But uh, what we're honestly doing is opening up joints that have been locked up for who knows how long. It could be, you know, but like in your knuckles, that's why you have that, um, that popping every time you, um, or every now and then when you uh, move your hands and stuff or your hip pops or your neck pops, uh, that stuff all, you know, is caused because that joint is finally kind of opened up. And that's what we're trained as chiropractors to do that at a specific level where your body may need it the most. Got it. Yeah. The mm -hmm. cracking the knuckles. I mean, people love to do it. It freaks me out, but it, you're saying it's an okay thing. It's actually a good thing. I would tell you the simple words, you're getting rid of any, uh, the stiffness that's, um, in those joints. And when you're doing that, cause, uh, it's just the sound it makes is due to the gas being released out of the capsule, which you can get mm -hmm. all the fancy stuff by it. But honestly, you're opening up any, uh, any joints that get in basic terms gets locked up. But cracking your knuckles, honestly, I know people mentioned that it can cause arthritis. However, that's not true. It's just something that's been passed down, uh, I don't know, over the years. Um, I, from so, I, always, I, I heard it from my grandma. And then, <laughs> and then just, <laughs> so it's, it's a myth, though? Yeah, I would say it's a myth that, uh, for the most part um, because all you're doing is moving those joints now. If you're having it, honestly, if you're having pain in your joints from doing it, then that's where I say seek a provider and look at that because you may have arthritis coincidentally, but the popping is not going to cause that itself. Got it. What about when someone asks you to walk on their back? Um, Obviously not a chiropractor. Do chiropractors do that? Or is that just something you do with your friends when somebody's like, oh, my back. Like, yeah. Step on my so back. You do. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually something with the friends honestly or like uh i have like followers or patients that are uh, moms and their kids will walk on their back too that's not necessarily a bad thing when it's you know it depends on the of course who, who's walking on your back right um yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't walk on people's backs <laughs> but <laughs> but um you know if it's their kids walking their back and um and because you know we have um massage therapists that do it if you've ever been to heard those thai massages oh yeah yeah they have certain like um Massage therapists that hang, like, they hold onto, like, a ceiling rail or something mm -hmm. like that, and then they'll walk on the back. So, um, for the most part, um, I would tell you in the long run, you know, having a professional do that for you at those Thai massage places if you really want the right muscles to be pressed on. But walking on your back is not a bad thing. It's They're just basically ma massaging you with their feet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll do some more kind of pain relief, self-care topics. Okay. What are some common causes? I know we kind of touched on like the phone one, but are there other common causes of having different kinds of pain? Yeah, the biggest thing is um, I would tell you support your what kind of chair you're using, what kind of and what kind of support you have for your chairs because most chairs in in our car or work or airplane whatever it may be are not designed for our body to be you know to maintain good posture to be honest. Oh okay. 
Um, those are big things. Um, now, do you want me to mention some advice? If you have some advice to throw in, sure. Yeah, I'll throw. Um, so, a uh, little, I mean, honestly, there's not really one number one chair for everyone. That'd be great, you know, because we would all have it. Um, but <laughs> there's ways you can implement and make your chair better for you. If you're talking, if we want to help improve, uh, let's just say, posture and prevent some types of middle or back pain, um, my biggest thing for chairs always have a good support right behind the lower back where some people will put a pillow behind their back some people will roll a towel in a cylinder format and place it behind their back or they have these little things you can get on amazon they're called lumbar rolls um, oh, i i like to mention that um because they're not they're on amazon everyone's got amazon at least i hope so and um <laughs> they're not too expensive but it's something to support your back because your back if you all notice it has like an arch in it and uh, things to help cushion that um kind of like give that support gives will allow your back to not um strain over time or get tighter over time so that's my one thing to have and i would tell you for our desk workers you know i would say having a a computer that's monitors at eye level yes that's perfect making sure your arms are relaxed on your desk um, those are a couple little tidbits and then even that car support that lumbar roll that i mentioned earlier you could put that in sorry chair support you can put that in your car as well it's all about like trying to improve all the little bits of your um, daily life. Cause a lot of us do commute for work. A lot of us do sit down for work. A lot of us have been cooped up at home too um, because of the um, COVID. Yeah. You actually bring up a question I was going to ask. What's worse sitting all day or being on your feet all day? I would tell you sitting all day, sitting all day. Sitting all day is worse. Okay. Um, yes. If you're on your feet all day, my assumptions is um, you're moving around uh, more. You're getting more, like should I say, movement through your body. And that's better for your body to keep your muscles relaxed, have more blood flow. But here's the catch. If you're standing, you know, in the position all throughout the day, that could also be detrimental for you too. But at least when I know if you're on your feet, you can move around more. So overall, I would pick the, you know, on your feet all day as opposed to sitting all day. Okay. Yeah, because in, in my career, so I work in casting, sometimes I'm sitting at a computer all day, you know, doing research or, you know, scheduling auditions. And then when I'm on set, I'm on my feet for like 14 hours at a time. And I'm like, I don't know which one's worse on my body, but I, I'm just ruining it in both ways, I guess. Uh, so. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, with your, I mean, that's, you know, you have a tough job where um, you have kind of like that, both of those battles. So my big thing then is if you're, um, if you're at the desk, you know, just optimizing your desk setup, you know, that's easier said than done. So just making sure everything you're on the computer for, for, you know, seems like all day, you know, you have the best chair setup you can, you, you can get or best support. And then on regards to on your feet all day, um, having comfortable shoes that if you need certain support in the shoes, I'll get that. Are there certain shoes or shoe inserts that you recommend? Um, honestly speaking, not a particular um, insert. Now, I would just tell you very generally at bare minimum, if you ever heard of Dr. Scholl's, like the, they said like Target and Walmart, the, those gel inserts with the arch support, like they're better than nothing, you know, um, and that can give you an, just that extra cushion in your the shoe you need. And that can, you know, try that first because some, there's a lot of great shoes out there. There's not a number one that I know that, you know, does best for everyone, but trying the shoes is a little bit of like a cheaper option before you make the investment on brand new shoes. That's one way. And a new, new little tidbit I've, um, well, not really new, but like something like my patients love more now is, um, 
toe socks you know like those socks that like oh yeah like, yeah they look like toe like look they're basically yeah. like gloves like for gloves your for your feet yeah you know especially like we got gloves for hands now for our feet no but <laughs> no it's so that's actually a really awesome thing for a lot of people that like you know, have a lot of patients are on their feet all the day and their, their feet just ache and like burning and like in their arches so that's helped them tremendously too and it doesn't look goofy because you're it's in your shoe you know yeah. All right. Yeah. This is uh, another personal one, but I, mm-hmm. I, I just have to know the answer if this is true or not. Cause this is okay. from a friend of mine. How do you know if one leg is longer than the other? And if they are, is that a problem? Is there something you should do about it? Does, is this a weird question? I'm not sure. No, it's not a weird question at all. Like it's a very common question I get. So, um, the, uh, especially uh, when, uh, with chiropractors, you know, they, we do specialize in looking at, um, leg links, However, it's something, um, my big thing, there's different types of um, issue reasons for leg lengths. The more common issue I see as patients is there's a, a muscular imbalance in your body where one side of your muscles is tighter than the others. It's kind of like, you know, uh, we grow up having a side dominance. I'm right-handed. Are you right-handed? I'm actually left-handed. Okay. So, so um, and then, so even that though, now that we have the, you know, our own dominant side, our body is going to have to, shall I say, compensate due to that. So sometimes our, uh, even if we're right handed, left handed, the opposite side of your lower body may compensate or vice versa, meaning that you may have tighter muscles on one side of the body versus the other um, in regards to your hips. And that can actually make it look like your legs are one leg is longer than the other. That's one reason. Tight muscles. Um, tight muscles. And then um, there are some odd cases. They're not very common where your body's actually genetically formed where you're one bone's longer than the other. So if you're not sure, I would tell you it's worth go seeing um, your physician because um, even primary physicians are can do tests to see where that's coming from or chiropractor too. So they can at least get those looked at. But, um, you know, it depends on where you go, you know, where that cause is, where, but most people have muscular issues and to keep it simple with that, um, very commonly that, that asymmetry is not an issue with your bodies. As long as you're not having any pain in, let's say, for example, lower back pain, hip pain, knee pain, foot pain, then I'd tell you go seek um, a physician or chiropractor to, or physical therapist to get that um, properly evaluated and make sure you know, it's not going to lead to any further injuries. Okay. Uh, so I actually mm-hmm. had a listener. Um, her name is Krishna. She, I don't know if she specifically herself has back, neck, and uh, point pain, uh, mm-hmm. but she did want tips. But she did say that she uh, wanted tips about back, neck, point pain, needs some tips. That is what she said. So <laughs> want to make sure that we cover all of them. So, and she's saying point pain. So that mm-hmm. sounds more specific um, than just like, oh, I, I feel sore or something. So what might that unique experience be? What are maybe some other tips? I know you've named some already, but do you have any other? Oh, yeah. So point pain does sound like a, we'll keep it like a, like, it sounds like a sharper pain to me. So I would imagine so. Yeah. And I've, um, I've had that before, like in my lower back, like once in a while I'm just like oh I think it's something's wrong with my kidney but then it goes away and I ignore it I sound horrible I need to go to the doctor <laughs> yeah, yes. you're just letting yourself out there it's okay but now we're figuring it out okay well you have me to talk to right now but um I wasn't gonna say so back to point pain so with point pain keep it simple if there's something like that it could be something that's a, a little bit more irritated in your body or inflamed to me that's a very like a 
NLP, like kind of like correlations when you're having sharper pains and like, or what they call like spasms or if your back catches, like you said, you'll feel random, like sharp, like a stab every now and then you don't know where it's coming from. So that could be something that's a little bit more inflamed where I would tell you to seek your local um, chiropractor, uh, primary physician, physical therapist, because uh, there may be a little bit more uh, work to be done for the areas or treatment to be done or um, depending on what it is, uh, proper exercises on my end of things. Yes, improving your posture probably is going to help some with those kinds of pains. However, it may not you know, fix it in the long run um, where you may need some extra help on it. My things may help over time. Um, it, but it may be a longer process. You know, that's why I always tell you, like, all my tips are uh, just some ways to kind of get some relief in between your normal appointments. However, with the point pain, a lot of times with inflammation, I usually don't recommend, like, directly recommend this, but um, icing does help with inflammation as well and sometimes can help with point-like pains or sharp pains, just a general rule of thumb. Uh, but I would seek a you know, physician to uh, make sure of that for yourself. Okay. And I had another mm -hmm. one from um, another listener, um, Steve. Are there any like at-home remedies that really work? And I think you can kind of just tie this into any kind of final advice, maybe with posture or stretches or sleeping tips, any other kind of things that can help us either feel better or avoid pain? Um, yes. So throughout the day, I think, I think in the long run is figuring out how to optimize the, the positions you are in most of the day, meaning like how do you make the best setup for your desk if you're working at a desk or if you're driving around the day, how do you have the best support for your, your car? And kind of those things I talked about earlier, having the, like the lumbar roll is one thing. Those are my big things is first figure out, okay, what parts of your life are like, all right, where in your day is the most uncomfortable comfortable for your body? So, you know, like I said, there and uh, figuring out, okay, if that's the case, how can we improve those? And, uh, um, and, and I, unfortunately, you know, with the audio, I can't really demonstrate it for you, but if you go, I have a couple, a bunch of those on my page, some of those self help tips, but making sure you improve all those areas that are uncomfortable with or comfortable for you having the right support pillows, for example, for sleeping, I did a video where you can kind of modify your pillows for if you're having pain with sleeping. And once you get those down, great. And then um, the next little piece of advice is if you're stationary a lot throughout the day is setting time. Even if you have to set an alarm to get up and move, if it's every hour, that would be optimal. Um, I have patients sometimes uh, either get up and move uh, every hour, like if they're at an office and they go use the restroom and whatnot. And, and on top of that, having a good set of stretches, you know, um, so maybe something from my page or from somewhere else, but uh, making a routine of regular stretching for your body. Um, the more you do that, the more you can maintain being pain free for a longer period of time. But those are my big things to touch on. Um, honestly speaking, it's hard to implement new stretches into your routine, but if you can get your all like your, like I said, all this chair support, car support chair support, sleep support, all that stuff down pat, that's already going to help tremendously because it takes a lot of that stress out of your way. And then you can add the stretches in um, once you fit the time in because learning new things is, isn't easy. I've learned myself trying to t force patients to do exercises. It's homework. We don't want to, lots of us don't really want to do homework, but if you can um, inch yourself into it, 
you will um, you'll get to the point where you can handle it better. Um, just op, you know, that's why I say optimizing all those other aspects of your life because you don't really have to think of it as a chore. If you improve your your chair already, your it kind of takes the away of the idea of oh, I gotta do some stretches, you know. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And uh, I will say it's a great segue to talking about your social media because, you know, your videos, not only are they very easy to follow, but a lot of them go along with some popular songs. So it's just a fun (laughs) time all around. Uh That being said, first of all, thank you. I'm glad our schedules aligned uh, for us to have you. (laughs) Very, very humorous today. Oh, Um, so for those who want to see those videos and get some of those stretch tips, uh, where can people learn from you or maybe even get adjustments from you? Yes. So you can reach out to me. Um, of course my socials, Instagram is at dr.remix underscore. I couldn't get the original name yet, but on TikTok I am at dr.remix or dr.remix for, uh, for that one. So those are my two big ones. If you're interested in scheduling, scheduling appointment or reaching out to me, there is a link in my bio to do either of those. All right. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for adjusting our knowledge on pain relief. (laughs) You crack me up. (laughs) I got one last one Uh, to everyone listening. uh, Just like my guest, you know, I got your back. We'll have another episode. She's stealing my job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, these were, these, I mean, there's so many were, were good for this one. So uh, we'll have another episode for you soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you all. I hope this episode helped. Please subscribe, rate, and review to support the podcast. And follow along for more hacks, tips, and failed attempts on Instagram at How Did I Get This Far Pod. Well, that's as far as we will get for now. I'm Amanda Ogan. Thanks for listening.